what is up bvb army welcome back to our channel bvb army hearts to hearts i am ruth and i am nicole welcome to another spooky month episode for the month of october Ooh, we went with classic halloween today classic halloween if we think of classic halloween iconic images we think of devils skeleton witches uh pumpkins and you could probably guess what we chose as you're if for anyone who's watching if you're listening i have chosen the witch i want inspiration from the beautiful broadway show wicked which i want to point out i absolutely love your makeup you make literally a perfect witch i have chosen a classic skeleton look because i, I like the dead look what can i say it happens, it, happens. it works out so here we are dressed up in our Halloween outfits this week episode. I want to dive in this episode. I just want to kind of just make a little statement. Um, first of all, I'm so happy that BVB is feeling much better right now to perform going back on tour. I know a lot of fans were definitely sharing their concerns when they had to like, was it three shows or four shows they canceled? They canceled like a whole week's worth of shows. A yeah. whole week of show. And I'm to all the fans who had tickets for all those shows, my heart truly goes to you guys. I can definitely say that Nicole and I have definitely been in your position where we got so excited. We got everything ready. We were so excited. We were at the venue at the waiting in the line. And then the news came that they could not perform due to illnesses or injuries. So we have definitely been in your position. Mine was at the Oscos show with Cassidy, where unfortunately Andy did get COVID. Mine was, so I don't remember the name of the tour, but mine was like a set the world on fire tour where Andy broke his nose, couldn't perform. And then of course, Red Rocks when their equipment didn't arrive. So like, we totally understand what it feels like to be really excited and not be able to see your favorite artist but please know that they are going to make it up to all you fans they are going to do their best to reschedule and if if they can't reschedule by the end of this year like please know the next tour they will be going to you guys they will and you know i feel like i want to go on my soapbox here but i am a little bit at the end of the day, Blackville Brides, Andy, Jake, Jinx, Lonnie, and Cece are human, okay? It's not their fault. Things happen. They are not in control. I'm sure whenever whoever got sick, I'm sure we're trying their very best to fight through it through every show. But unfortunately, we all get sick. We are human at the end of the day. There is so much we can do. Our body can handle. And unfortunately, whoever did unfortunately get sick, uh, I know a lot of fans are thinking it's Andy and stuff which I could be wrong but you know we're human and we the last thing we need is for them to go to the emergency room for a terrible thing because they're fighting it as much as they can at the end of the day they are human you're 100% correct on that and obviously no band ever wants to cancel one of their shows they never want to do that to you guys but I will point out that if you guys are ever buying a ticket to a concert whether that's going to be traveling or it's within your state you are signing up for possibilities of this happening you're not signing up for a perfect show some anything can happen you and you have to be prepared for that you, you are in a way taking the risk and i know your guys's pain of travel fees and stuff hotel fees and like i've been there and stuff it, you have every right to get like a little sad and mad it sucks i understand i understand it very well 
But at the end of the day, they are human. The last thing we want to do is push them to, like I said, to go into an emergency room. So again, we are just happy that they have fully recovered. They are back on the tour here soon. So, I mean, <laughs> Nicole and I, holy cow, are going to see them next week here. So, or this coming Sunday when this episode's uploaded. Yes, I will say it was, it's a roller coaster. Like I, I don't, we don't want you fans to feel like your emotions aren't valid because you have every right to obviously be down and feel sadness from, you know, the cancellation, but we just don't want you guys to blame them and be mad at them for something that is completely out of their control because you guys wouldn't want to you guys don't go to work when you're feeling awful so why should they have to but it's kind of the same for Ruth and I we're on a roller coaster we are seeing Blackville Brides this Sunday when this episode is released there's a 50-50 for us still that the show could get cancelled I am flying out to see Ruth and you know if Blackville Brides can't perform we will be devastated we will cry and but you know it's not time wasted it's not money wasted I still get to see Nicole and I've already texted her during this week saying if 50-50 chances, unfortunately, if something does come happen, that they can't arrive to Spokane or some accrue or someone gets sick. Yes, we'll be sad, but we're together. We have our partners to come for us. We've decided to get comfort food, come back to my place, go to down to the basement and just blast BBB music as high as we can. Of our own little concert. Long little <laughs> concert and our partners. We're going to have to deal with it. So Exactly. We'll be making lots of random reels too. <laughs> so we have plan B, but hopefully it does not knock on wood. We do get to see them and stuff, but again, we're just happy that the guys are we're fully recovered and going back. I did see that looks like they are wearing masks again, which I don't blame them. So, yeah, I, I'd rather them be safe at this point. Whatever is going to make it to where they are able to continue to perform. That's all I care about. Agreed. That's my little soapbox moment. I just wanted to say that before we started. <laughs> I'm so glad you did because seeing a lot of the mean and rude comments was just really aggravating me ditto we are excited to do this episode because if you read on the title below we are finally i know we did this like two years ago but it's been some time but we are finally going to go in depth with the beautiful beautiful concept album the phantom tomorrow <laughs> we're literally dissecting it i think two years ago it wasn't a dissection it was more of oh my god let's like explain how happy we are in our thoughts but now we're actually diving in deep with this album you guys it's perfect because for those of us don't know it is the birthday month or anniversary month, however you guys like to call it, of this yes. album. Yes, uh, for those that don't know, The Phantom Tomorrow was released October 29th, 2021. <laughs> Although it was originally supposed to be released in June, wasn't it? Yes, it was supposed to be released in June, but then, as most of us know, I think because of the pandemic, a lot of manufacturers and stuff was like postponed with making stuff. So unfortunately they couldn't deliver all the goodies to us like they proceed. So they pushed it back until October 29th. Hey, I ain't complaining two days Baby before my birthday. I was like, this is the greatest gift ever. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's October 29th, 2021. Let's ask the iconic question. Where were you, Nicole? <laughs> uh, to be honest, um, I was living with one of my friends at the time. And I'll admit I was going through a huge depression at that point in time so I was very miserable and of course having the album you know hearing about them making the new album and everything and having that come out it was awesome but you know unfortunately when you are stuck in these dark times it is hard to find yourself 
getting excited for things because you're you're fighting with yourself, you know, you're fighting with your inner demon. So I unfortunately was at a very, very uh, depressing point in my life. I was actually currently going to cosmetology school as well. So I think on top of that, just like doing things that I didn't want to do, but I thought I had to. That's unfortunately where I was when this album came out. But you know, I do want to point out this album came out at the perfect time for me, um, essentially, because I really do think it helped guide me to where I need to be today. I know that sounds really strange, but there are some songs off the record that just really helped me emotionally. And I think it was needed. Where were you when this album came out? Here, I just started working at my new school as a full-time teacher teaching K through fifth. And uh, also that was, we were reset that year was when we kind of started the podcast. So everything was still brand new to us trying to figure out everything with this podcast. And that was just so like, what am I doing? So with the question mark with this podcast and everything. But when I found out this album was going to be a thing and it came out, it was just purely beautiful. I remember the listening party they had before the release date of this album. I, unfortunately, I did have to, oh, you could listen to half of it during, um, a little bit because it came out when I was during my lunchtime and prep time. So I only could listen to like maybe one or two songs, but I was so grateful because Blackbird, <laughs> in which we will get there soon. Um, But this album, I was just purely happy for it because in a way, this album was almost like a whole rebirth to BBB after everything that happened with them and stuff with the previous band member. And now with Lonnie in it, it's just, it just made my heart skip a beat. And I was just so happy i like that you use the term rebirth uh simply mostly because of lonnie which but it's perfect too because not only was it a rebirth it's also they experimented with so much different technicalities when it comes to this album and that's what i find to be extremely cool at blackfoot brides is they're always changing their elements and the ways of how they do things i know um i was so excited because i know I think when I when I was doing my research for this album, I read that they did an interview with Kerrang in 2020 in November, and it was announced, they announced that they're like, The Phantom Tomorrow was their new sixth album that they're working on, and it was a concept album again. And once I heard saw and heard concept, I'm like, Rich and Divine. <laughs> so- <laughs> yes. Oh, my God concept album which I think if I'm not mistaken didn't Andy start writing this album during the pandemic Mm -hmm. I think he started writing like the lyrics first no uh the story first he started writing the story first and as he I guess he says as he writes he also doodles and I mean come on all the sketches Andy shared on an incident story all of the doodles like he did as we all know, Andy starts a new notebook every time they work on a new album. And so he shared the doodles of everyone's costumes for this era and stuff, this universe they were creating. And because he also did like, he was playing around with cheesecloth for the Phantom, to, uh, Blackbird and stuff for the Phantom and stuff and just Nine and everything. And I'm just like, this man, I just want to see all of his notebooks. <laughs> I know, right? I know he posted some things, but not everything. Was not shared. everything. So I'm sure Andy, the, in that notebook you have of this Phantom to tomorrow i'm sure there's some things that you, that couldn't happen certain two things that is in my notebook that i want to see um we, we know it's a concept album but um i i did i was reading and i guess i never really thought of it this way and i guess it kind of works because it goes with the name the phantom tomorrow which some people might mistake for the phantom of the opera this <laughs> record could be labeled as a rock opera 
Yes. And I did see that. I, I read that too as the rock opera and I 100% agree. To be fair, when I heard The Phantom tomorrow, it took me a while to say that instead of The Phantom of the Opera because I'm a little theater freak a little bit. Not as big as some other people, but I love it a little bit. But I'm like, not The Phantom of the Opera, The Phantom of Tomorrow. tomorrow. And I kept getting those confused in my head. I'm just like, stop it, stop it. I love how you were getting tongue tied there because I oh, hear so many fans say it. The Phantom of Tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> I are the Phantom tomorrow, the Phantom of the Opera. It's like theater freaks, hear me out. You know my pain. <laughs> no, I totally get you. It it is one of those like it really tongue ties you because you want it. It's the Phantom tomorrow, but you either say the Phantom of tomorrow or you want to say the Phantom of the, of the Opera. opera. <laughs> I know. I had to catch. I was like. Ugh. <laughs> No, I absolutely, this album was a game changer for sure. And I know it brought yeah. a lot of new fans to this fandom of Phantom Tomorrow. <laughs> it brought so many new fans, but which which is like super cool too, because those fans who may have listened to like previous albums that maybe thought meh, and then they listened to this one and it just it struck something within them. They go back and they actually re-listen to the albums that they weren't sure about. And then- it just it hits them differently. I and it's do like they understand the meaning behind like the songs and everything. I just remember after when the album was released and everything and listening to it for the very first time, I was in my room with the headphones, chills everywhere, crying. I know I always say crying like a baby, but this time I really was because I just got nostalgia throwback feelings when I listened to Russia and Divine like I just could not believe what they had given to us all the experiments or experiments they did with the sounds and stuff and how amazing it sounded and Andy's voice jinx violin skills Jake producing this album too I'm just like I felt spoiled (laughs) (laughs) well they really outdid themselves with this album I think that they pushed themselves harder than ever and I think that's why this album is so freaking magnificent and I do love the fact that it's basically almost like it feels like it's a sequel of Wretched and Divine you know no it's not like confirmed or anything but I still think (laughs) it is but you know Andy come on come on throw us a bone here (laughs) I know well that's why it makes you wonder is it after Wretched and Divine before Wretched and Divine my theory is still yeah it's just me though (laughs) no I'm I'm right there with you because Wretched and Divine being post-apocalyptic you know I know I I know we made several videos with the conspiracy (laughs) theories and stuff about nine and Blackbird and then there's fear watch those pass up <laughs> she's so excited her hat flew off her witchy magic powers so shall we get into each song then yes Let's. beautiful phantom tomorrow right here there mm-hmm. are 12 songs in total well unless you count the outro or those other interludes out but there's 12 beautiful pieces here and we start off with the introduction which I'm just saying, total major Phantom of the Opera vibes. <laughs> it's got such a spooky feel to it, too. That's what I really like about it. I, I can't describe it. It's just, like, it's so beautiful. It's basically getting you ready. Like, every theater, like, every Broadway show, they sometimes have those, in, like, the Phantom of the Opera has one. And <laughs> and uh, it kind of gets you ready for, like, what's going to happen within the show, for in this case, in this concept album, in this universe they have created. Exactly. That's and the then, perfect way to describe that. And then it just leads in perfectly to Scarlet Cross. <laughs> that was actually one of the singles released too off it the was album. The, I think it was the first 
Yeah. Yeah. It came out in November 13th. Yeah. And just like seeing there that new era, I was freaking out not only because of the new BBB song, but the color scheme. I'm sorry. What? The whole red color scheme, red and black, I thought was absolutely beautiful. I was I thought we'd see that. I was praying to the gods ever since high school, please have a red era in the black era. Please have a red era in the black era. Please, <laughs> please, please. And every time they came up with a new album, I'm like, okay, it's not technically red. It's not technically black. My prayers have been answered. <laughs> well, and a lot of people said that like Scarlet Cross gives them vampiric vibes. I think simply because of Andy's blonde hair. I did not get that. I understand they were going for a universe of like superheroes and villains and stuff, but I also got like V from Vendetta vibes. Maybe that's just me. And your favorite, The Crow. (laughs) Yes. Oh, definitely saw The Crow in there for sure. The Scarlet Cross really gave me like 80s vibes, to be Mm -hmm. honest, like old glam rock and roll, which I really liked. And The Scarlet Cross was one of the first songs that they wrote all together. (laughs) Yeah, and I think that like, after they wrote it, um, they all kind of talked about it and agreed that that would be the perfect song to come straight after the interlude. Yes. Like, it just worked out, like, how they did the interlude and then, like, how Jinx and Jake were working together and then how Scarlet Cross came all together and, and he's like, that's it. That's perfect. We're doing that. <laughs> no, they couldn't have done it better. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine any other song coming after the interlude, to be honest. Yes, it was... <laughs> I was gonna say and Scarlet Cross also has a very powerful leading bass thanks to Lonnie <laughs> the music video Scarlet Cross is when we were first introduced to Blackbird Scarlet uh not nine yet but nine's minions you can I guess you can call them so what were your thoughts on the music video I mean besides freaking out about the color scheme and everything amazing <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was yeah I thought it was actually pretty cool the fire and everything definitely. I I was just like curious said, about who was this blackbird figure I'm like oh my god it's a council who is this scarlet and stuff what, what's the meanings and stuff like what is going on because I know before the music video came out on because every time there's a new album or new project BBB tends to wipe out their Instagram accounts and stuff and they slowly started posting like Blackbird's masks, the crow. There was the Scarlet Cross line and stuff. And I'm like, what is this? So- yeah. Well, and that's what made it even more confusing too was having that single and that music video drop, and none of us knowing that there's a concept album. So that's why we're sitting here like, what does it mean? Who is that? What is this? What is going on? And then when after Scarlet Cross, I was born again. I love born again. The of rebirth is what i got from andy when he was talking about that song yes the rebirth song mm-hmm. and didn't i think we had discussed this in one of our previous episodes when we discussed the born again music video didn't this also have like inspiration come from dante's inferno yeah. yes yeah. it did you know how the songs have meanings and stuff i also feel like the music videos too because andy didn't quite state it that born again music video was really realm with blackbird and nine he did confirm it was in the dante inferno ninth circle i believe so yeah i think with this one he had stated that born again is meant to be like a joyous song in the record before introducing blackbird yeah and i think it's truly like that too and born again i remember listening to the first time i was just freaking out in my class i'm like 
(laughs) It's such an upbeat and like impactful song. And the fact that they have played this song live. We heard it live together. Oh, it is is such, it's just a really beautiful song. It's a really beautiful song. And I honestly, before like I heard all the rest, I'm like, oh, I love this one. This one's my favorite. Let's transition to Blackbird. Take it away, Ruth. Take it away. That's your song. Ooh, Blackbird. <laughs> so I love. I know in the video that we saw about Andy breaking the song, he said that "Burn Again" and Blackbird were the kind of the two songs that he says that rebirth of the band for this album. That would say, and for Blackbird, obviously, it's the character of in this era, Blackbird, and <laughs> in that point of view, he said this is. Talk. This song is talking about the legend of the universe, about Blackbird. Who is Blackbird? Just look up to the sky and you'll see the Blackbird and stuff. So, and it's like Batman logo signal. <laughs> but after Andy was kind of just like talking about and breaking down the lyrics, like yeah, um, obviously I hold on to hope, take back your soul. It's just like you know, don't let like people drag you down and take things away from you the who you are your authentic self you like like nicole spooky stuff indulge in it embrace it do not let people take that away from you and take your light away from you that is you that is truly you and just how he described it and like saying like you know everyone has different personalities and stuff everyone has different interests that makes who you are don't like toxicity and in life like take that away from you and stuff yeah in some cases it's gonna be hard to walk away from those people who are just purely toxic but at the same time you're setting yourself free and I know it is hard to walk away from those people and to cut those people and cut those ties I've been there it sucks it will hurt but but give it some time you will heal and like in the lyrics I mean hold on to hope literally take back who yourself is so it's a really powerful song i can i mean i won't go into detail but i can say that i had a hard day one day and you know emotions were feeling pretty down and then like that song just came on at work and i was like oh my god and it's like it's really amazing how uplifting that song is like when you go into the concept story it's literally like an introduction to blackbird but then when you go outside of the story exactly everything that ruth said the meaning behind the song it's very uplifting and it i strongly feel that everyone should listen to that song whenever they're feeling down i did it this last week i was going through a lot of emotions last week and I think that's part of the reason why I got it tattooed immediately on my arm for I could see it every day because I need those words in life. I really do. I think everyone does. And last week I was just going through a lot with my anxiety and stuff. And there's a lot of life changes happening in my life that I'm still processing. And I needed that song. And it's so nice to hear. And so Black Phil Brides, what do I have to do to make you play this live? <laughs> Seriously, 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 seriously. Come on, come on. Cece, you're with me. You love that song. That song represents you. So what do we have to do? What do I have to do? I know next tour or something, you guys put Blackbird on the set list. I just, it's an uplifting song. I know it's, I wouldn't say it's slow, but it's a little slow paced in the other songs in this album. It's such a good man. It's like lost it all. Come on. (laughs) Well, it keeps a perfect beat throughout the whole thing. So like, 
the fact that they haven't played it live yet, I'm wondering if there's an underlying reason or if it just hasn't made the set list. I'm going to manifest. I'm going to start on Twitter saying day one, asking BBB to play Blackbird. Day two. <laughs> if I have to go to a million, I will BBB. You don't understand, okay? I need this song to play live once in my life. Thank you for playing Lost at all. I will appreciate it very much, but I need to hear Blackbird now. So after Blackbird goes into the interlude, which I feel like the interlude is almost like an intermission type deal for the album you know it's like you have in like theater where there's that intermission yes. part everyone goes yes. that's exactly what this is and i love it because this is what really uh, this is where jinx showcases all of his talents one thing i like about this intermission interlude song is that again andy stated in the vi video when he was breaking the songs like they were listening to a lot to like waltzy type of music, like the 1920 waltz music. And they got inspired by that. And so basically they got inspiration from 1920 waltz music. Just make it spooky. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, they just took the beats and they slowed it down. I loved how eerie sounding the interlude is. Ugh. <sighs> I, know. I, I literally almost forgot about that when I rewatched it. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yes interlude also you can call it like an overture pretty much because it basically mm -hmm. is jinx skills is on point and then we go to i feel like everyone's iconic looks when it comes to it is torch the red suits torch, yes when that music video dropped oof okay everyone that's really where they showcase the red suits the red suits the storytelling of blackbird and we get a brief introduction to nine and that one too i was freaking out with that music video at the end just fyi <laughs> oh yeah i know because one of those things you're like did blackbird die or like what happened right and i know we did a dissection with sherry like long like i was like our third or fourth episode of this podcast when that music video came out which we still need answers <laughs> the torch uh is one of andy's favorites from this yeah. album and he did say this song went through a lot of different changes when they yeah. were working on it yeah i had a completely uh different chorus mm -hmm. which i low-key want to hear the other chorus or <laughs> somewhere in a flash drive oh you know it's hidden somewhere on a flash drive i'm genuinely curious though i mean i love the chorus that we have now but it makes you wonder like what other ideas that they had planned for it it i don't know but again, it's it's such a good song. The music video came out. Hello, Red Suits. <laughs> I'm glad they went with what they did because I think it genuinely makes the song and oh, the guitar riffs that are mm -hmm. in Torch, though. So unique. So unique from what Black Bob Rides has done. Very. And I mean, all of it was amazing. And just the whole... I mean, when they filmed the music video, wherever they did film in the cemetery type area mm -hmm. it was truly amazing and then again seeing more of the story concept of blackbird and nine and all the easter eggs in there i know we broke it down yes. i still have questions though bbb about when blackbird's on the coffin and there's all these knives above him i'm still is that just for setups or is that meant like a, i don't know <laughs> there's a story behind it we need to know <laughs> we need all this broken down in detail i really love uh andy's voice and torch too though i felt like andy really showcased his vocal range in that song specifically out of the entire album agreed agreed yeah agreed the wicked one which as we discussed is an underdog song i, I think it is an underdog song when they come to this album uh, when andy was talking about it it was kind of like kind of bringing back a little bit of the old bbb songs to this song and kind of like putting a twist to it not like going back to the like original old roots where they started but kind of putting a new spin to it and 
basically it's just like the the toxicity in your life just yeah (laughs) yeah i think uh andy had stated like the song itself can be about like when there's a situation in your life where you are hurt and you have pain it's kind of about you being able to meet that pain and having the power to take complete control and and just get it out of your life the toxicity you don't need it no I'll let you take the reins on this shadows rise (laughs) love shadows rise okay so from what Andy had stated in uh breaking down the songs he did state that shadows rise in is a musical in many ways it's also an emotional sequel to the song shadows die from their third album wretched and divine he did state that the stories are different but they took elements and they took themes from that song to the newer one um and for anyone that doesn't know like basically the concept behind shadows rise is when doubt is literally creeping in behind you and it, it starts affecting the hero too. And by that, people doubt the hero and they start blaming the hero for things. You're doing everything you can, you know, to rise above all that, but the shadows keep rising. Um, and the whole thing is to just be your own hero and don't create a hero out of someone else. And this song, like, personally means so much to me because it is my favorite off the track because... As I, as I stated, I was in a very bad place in my life and Shadows Rise, it was like, oh my God, that is exactly how I'm feeling. Like I feel my demons and my shadows have, have rise and I have so much doubt and so much like hatred and like anger in my life. And that is something that I had to actually get rid of, you know, instead of I was putting the blame and in the song, you, you blame everything on the hero mm-hmm. and I think that's something that I was doing. I was always trying to find someone else to blame when really it was all myself. But it's also one of my favorites because it is one of the heaviest, one of the heaviest. There's another heavy song, but this is one of the heaviest songs off the record. And I do love how melodically beautiful it is, especially when the violin comes in and then the heavy guitars that hit afterwards. So all in all, Shadows Rise is just, I think, the best song off the record because there's a darkness to it. And I love spooky shit, so the, the song just complements everything that I love. Oh, BBB, by any chance, if you watched this before the Spokane show this coming up Sunday, we have <sighs> noticed that Shadows uh, Rise has been on some of the set lists, and this is Nicole's favorite song. I know Blackbird won't be on it, but you know, you win some, you lose some. Will there be a good possible chance that you will actually play this live? Can show here. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. See, when I first saw the set list, it didn't have Shadows Rise on it, which I was like, oh man, that's okay. But then when people started sharing, oh, Shadows Rise, I got really excited, but now I'm trying not to get too excited because I don't, like, I would love to hear Devil Live, don't get me wrong, but Shadows Rise would be everything. Don't get, don't get us wrong, maybe we love Shadows Dies. We've heard it a lot of times, actually, during concerts, but Shadows Rise. I wouldn't be mad if they played Shadows Rise after Shadows Die. <laughs> I mean, that would be pretty dope. It would be amazing. It would be truly amazing. What are the chances, PvP? Spokane show this Sunday. Please. Please. I, I will literally evaporate if y'all don't play it. Well, Ruth is going to have... I'm going to melt. <laughs> Ruth will have to scoop me up into a jar. 
<laughs> like <laughs> I will have to scoop her up. She'll somewhat come alive a little bit if when you play Lost also. <laughs> I just <laughs> just start to form out of the jar. <laughs> just like a little thumb. bit, like a little <laughs> a lot of time. <laughs> Fields of bone. Another music video, by the Another way. Another music video. And that was the music video where we were first introduced to Nine. I um, love Nine. I know you were supposed to love the hero too, but I also love the villain. <laughs> Why is that? So I do know that it went through a lot of changes to this music video. Um, mm-hmm. Not music video, the song. Music video, amazing. It was, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, for the music video for Fields of Bone, was it the first music video that Andy actually directed? Or was it the one that he directed for The Phantom Tomorrow? I can't remember. I know he directed it, so. Yeah, I don't know if it's the first, but I yeah, I know he directed. I think he actually directed almost every single, I think every music video. I can't remember. But I know. On The Phantom Tomorrow, sorry. Yeah, I know it was very key point that he did direct it. I know, I don't know if it's on YouTube or it was on their Patreon before before the Patreon disappeared. Um that when music the music video they went pretty old school when filming it i remember there was a behind the scenes where patrick yes um built like this wooden maneuver type deal to put the camera on because they were filming the part with blackbird and nine and Mm -hmm. then they went old school like evil dead old school i'm not even gonna lie i feel like the music i know we talked about like underdog songs but if we talk about underdog music videos fields of bone is one of them and i'm not sure why because i feel like while every music video from the fan tomorrow is spectacular there is something about fields of bone that i feel stands out it's very eerie and spooky and it's just how they filmed it oh you you see the battle between the two characters yeah villain and then it's like you think the villain has won, but no, Blackbird is still alive. I know. Still to unknowns of the concept itself here, so. Yeah. Well, and just musically, uh, very different from what Blackwell Brides has done. Oh, yeah, previously. 100%. I was not expecting when I first saw the music video and listened to the song of, like, like it was eerie and spooky and yet still them at the same time, but they took a different yeah. route to it. And I'm just like, this is the first I've ever heard of it love it crimson sky the battle song between blackbird and nine another music video too i love what they did with the music video kind of this like video game animation oh holy crap i was actually a huge fan of it to be honest i loved it okay for the people who say he did not like it because they wanted to see the guys you know what eh loved it i know like don't get me wrong like if you think back every black for brides music video they have been a part of every single one so for this to be so different and i do love how you said it's almost like that video game type of style and i was just so in love with it i'm like this is so cool i don't know why but it reminded me of like the old school video game resident evil you know what i'm talking about oh okay resident evil i can see that i don't know i got that feel a little bit of like obviously mortal kombat and stuff so i yeah i was about to say i i thought more mortal kombat vibes and i think it's just or because street of how fighter too you know oh, street fighter yes it's, it's it's like a mixture of all of those like i want to say if you if you look at like the background and how it's like designed it's definitely resident evil but then like mortal Kombat when it comes to like the blood but totally street fighter with the movements because the <laughs> <laughs> yeah right like i loved it it was such a cool video i love just everything about this song hearing it live is purely amazing and stuff crimson skies like it's the fight song like it's we control dun, dun, dun. We're not, we're not, it's corrupt dun, dun, dun. it's like it's uh-huh. the bump fight song to get you ready for the battle it, it literally is and uh 
uh, that's obviously one of the second heaviest songs off mm-hmm. the album as well. The guitar. Ooh. And this is Jake has stated this several times on his Twitch stream that this is one of his favorite songs to play live. I can see why. I mean, he just gets to shred. On I know that. he's like, <laughs> <laughs> which for anyone that has heard it live, you and you, you know, you've heard that Andy screams "Crimson Skies." Man, don't get me wrong. I love how they did it on the album, but a low key part of me is like, oh, I wish we got the screams on the album. Oof. Because I, I feel like it really adds to right? the back. You know what I mean? It's crazy. And I also know, yes, there was an animation and Crimson Sky music video for this, but they also did a concert type field for the celebration of the Phantom Tomorrow for the Crimson Skies music video. Yes, that's yeah. right. There's two music yeah. videos. For this. That's right. Oh my God. I can't believe I forgot that. So that's why I was like, huh? Sorry. I maybe worded it wrongly, but yes. <laughs> no, no, you worded it perfectly. My brain just. You know, it's like dial up in here. I don't know. I like both. They're so really- good. Like we got the obviously the first one, like the animation, yeah. more POV of the battle between Blackbird and Nine, and then we got the concert footage itself, where we do get to see the guys in concert rocking out to that song because I think that song came out when the Phantom Tomorrow album released, like the day of midnight or something. I want to say that I could be wrong though. I, I'm not for sure, but I'm going to take your word for it because I do think you're correct on that. I want to say it, but I'm not. Chris, correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> I was to say, guys, get the views up on both Crimson Skies music videos. They deserve to be over a million. If they're already at a million, they need to be over a million. <laughs> Cure the Hero. I love Cure, Kill the Hero. Same here. And I, I have to say this because I loved what I love that Andy said it. Um, It's exactly how it sounds. <laughs> I just love the chorus, his voice, cure the hero. I'm just like, it makes me melt. I've like, I want to say too, I know we stated that the Wiccan one was an underdog song. I also want to say Kill the Hero is another underdog yeah. song. And I am a huge stand for it. <laughs> well, and, and as you just stated, he, the way he carries his vocals in the chorus, I'm like, holy crap, that is so magical. I love it that would be another song i would love to hear live too from this album is kill just like that that way he puts his voice in oh and just like go into the chorus and other layers like it just i don't know what about it i maybe it's just his voice i don't know I do like how in the concept of the era of Cure the Hero, it's like so i think andy explained it a little bit in the video of what rock sounds like you know heroes get a lot of expectations from yeah. their crowds the followings like to save them they look up to them and sometimes you know heroes do fail they mm-hmm. feel like they have failed their uh, loved ones their fans or everyone their supporters and so that's what the cure the hero it's kind of like blackbird in the way has kind of failed himself and by the leader yeah which for anyone that has watched any kind of superhero movie that should always be uh, displayed in every single one. You know, the hero is always letting someone down because unfortunately they weren't able to save everyone or really it could be anything. And I think the concept behind the story uh, from what Andy said is when people are hurt or upset that they tend to lash out at the people around them and taking their anger out on the, uh, taking their anger is anger out at the wrong people so that's that's a pretty big part of or the song behind the story i should say and then we get to the final song which is i think it's a huge staple to a lot of the army is fall eternal the slowest song off the album so 
beautiful. It's so well done. And you know, it's so rare to get these slow songs from Black Veil Bride. So it's always a treat when we do get them. And going from the realm of it, it's this song is the point of view of Blackbird. Yeah. The meaning behind the song is just about finding inner strength within yourself. And I actually texted this to Nicole the other night before we were here filming. Um, I know you texted me that. I was like, girl, we watched the same thing. (laughs) I had a hunch that we watched the same thing is because I I texted her saying, I'm cry emojis. And because Andy said this, what the rock sound interview with breaking this song. He's like, and it's never too late to learn and begin again. Blackville Brides went out all for this album with the album, Mm -hmm. the vinyls, the merch that, oh my God, the merch that we got with this. The coolest merch. The cool, I I have so many shirts. (laughs) Um, Girl, I think I got one. No, maybe two. (laughs) I'm working my way up there. And then obviously they went on tour with in this moment in between tour with their merch and stuff and everything. The magazine covers it with Rock Sound and Outburn and stuff. And their attempt of the comic book series, which we have gone over with the freaking company. They blew up when The Phantom Tomorrow came out. And it's almost like, I think a perfect way to think about this is, think of a phoenix. It rises from the ashes. That is exactly how The Phantom Tomorrow came about. I s*** you not. It is. And I think it's a beautiful album. They went all out and everything. I know I should have said this from the start, but what would you call this era? I do like the rebirth era. We I think beforehand we kept saying the red era, but I do like that the rebirth era because it truly is. It's the rebirth of Blackville Brides in all its glory because to come back from Vale and just, you know, situations that have happened that were going on and they bring us this freaking banger. And it not only did it... strike something in OG yeah. fans, current fans, it it hit new fans hard too. It brought so much more people into the BBB army. And I think that that, you know, that says something. I th- I would I think the Rebirth era is a now a phenomenal name to give this album. So, cuz you said it all. That's why it gets me excited for whatever they have in store for us next. I am, I came out with this. I'm like they're really going to outdo themselves. You know they are. Jake they have to. Teasing that it's heavy and stuff. And after their EP, The Morning, I'm like, but the cover uh, album, obviously we can see it's Blackbird. I believe it's the same artist who did the Andy's Ghost of Ohio cover. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes. Uh, their name is, I'm so going to butcher this and I apologize deeply for it. I think it's Elraine Cantor. Sure. That's yeah, I don't know how to pronounce your first name. I'm so sorry if I got that wrong, but Lorraine Cantor is the cover art designer of The Phantom Tomorrow and he also did Andy Black's Ghost of Ohio. The cover albums I I love the texture of the brush strokes and how you can see all of it honestly of Blackbird. <laughs> oh, the detail in Blackbird's face. I mean, I know it's, you know, technically uh rolled up in like bandages. Yeah. The, the the detail in that is so fine. I just I just love everything about this album. I love how how strong they went all out for this album with the songs, the promotion, the music. This album had the most music videos out of all of the albums they've ever created. We got like six basically. No one can argue. It's it, we get it's five, but six because Crimson Skies had two. Two, two, two. <laughs> Okay, we did the army 
for today's fan shout out actually goes to a wonderful, wonderful special fan that we saw on Twitter and stuff that Chris Beersack shouted him out himself too. So this fan shout out goes to username on social media that I could see so far is Jimmy six. He went to the Columbus Ohio show that Chris and Amy Beersack were at too. And Chris actually snapped a photo of him and posted him on his uh, own Twitter account. And it's, he's wearing a, I think it's a fall. Wait, let me double check. It's the fallen angel. shirt. Thank you. Fallen angel shirt. He has a stitch and more paint. And Chris said, doesn't he remind you of a young Andy six type deal? And I think that was amazing. I Chris, you're too humble. You honestly made, jimmy um his day when you posted him on that and stuff like i know he even made a tiktok video saying i can't just believe what happened chris bearsack himself even shared me on his twitter account and stuff so yes that shout out goes to you jimmy i hope you had a wonderful time at that concert meeting the band also talking to a little bit to chris and amy bearsack too i can see just how excited you were for that day and everything and you killed it with the war paint and stuff and just thank you again uh we noticed that you follow us on our tiktok account so we greatly appreciate your support there and hopefully one day we can get you on here to share your bbb story we'll see (laughs) (laughs) so fan shout out goes to you jimmy you rock keep it going i think that officially brings us to the end of this episode bbb army the phantom tomorrow is going to be turning three this month later on i can't believe it where is the time gone it feels like it was just released like i know it was just released and i'm still going strong with blackbird is my favorite song from this album (laughs) nobody forget on october 29th like phantom tomorrow post happy birthday upload photos of yourself in your phantom tomorrow outfit you know like Mm -hmm. we need to praise the phantom tomorrow on its birthday because they did such an amazing job it is birthday month of this album and truly again thank you black Brides, for all of your hard work when it comes to this album and we're obviously so excited for your seventh album here whatever that's gonna be (laughs) i truly cannot wait i am so thrilled with what you guys did to the Phantom tomorrow, I have no doubt that you are going to release another freaking banger. And with Jake saying it's going to be heavier, ooh, that tickles me because I'm so excited. Um, We are so excited here. Um, Nicole's coming over next. Literally, after this episode, you guys, next episode is going to be our concert vlog so we're gonna see again together here at the spellcat show i'm so looking forward to having her and hudson over here it's gonna be an epic weekend it's gonna be a very emotions for me but i am so excited so you're gonna see us again together in person for a bub concert to any fans who are going to the spokane show we will be there we may have some stuff to pass up for free. So come and find us. We will, of course, we'll be doing interviews for our vlogs and stuff. So if you do see us, don't be afraid. Come say hi. We do not bite. Even if Nicole has spooky, crazy makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please come say uh, hi to us. And yeah, if you want to be interviewed, like, please. I don't know how many people are planning on interviewing, but we're hoping to get quite a bit. We're hoping to get a couple here and there and then just enjoy the concert and knock on wood everything goes smoothly we get to hear our boys live if something does happen we do have plan b so yes always have a backup plan for your concerts just in case just in case just in case but mm-hmm. we're truly excited and we're really hoping black brides you are staying healthy and doing everything you can to not get sick again here so please just get as much relaxation and rest as you possibly can take care of yourself you, you're you guys come first always your health 
always comes first no matter what you are human we understand hey i get it sometimes as an educator i work in a petri dish for god's sake so if you're going to bbb concerts within the next week vitamin c elderberry emergency liquid iv, liquid IV. yes do okay. everything you can to stay healthy Thank you guys so much for watching and tuning in again. Our concert vlog will be up for next week. We're so excited for it. Please follow all of our social medias. We do have a TikTok and Twitter. Please uh, subscribe to our channel, please, because you definitely want to tune in for any type of episodes we have. And we will see you guys next week with our concert vlog. So. Can't wait. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>